Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Friday. Be cracking, bro. You getting old. Your I voice ain't be never cracking. said I could hit no high notes, baby. Jesus Christ. I'm well, not a high note hitter. We have our guest co-host joining us today. We have Tamar Braxton. Welcome. Dropping a clues bomb for Tamar, damn it. <laughs> Good morning, Tamar. Good morning. Good morning. How do I turn my headphones up? Red, can you help her out, Red? Just Please? turn the knob. Okay, right, okay, right here. Oh, there you go. Right, there you go. Right, there you go. Sure. Good morning. Sure. Good morning. How you it's feeling? It's been a minute since I've been here. That's right. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. What you doing in town? Oh my God! Uh, yesterday I shot uh, the basketball wise reunion. Mm-hmm. That was very interesting. And Did they fight? No, we don't do that. Okay. No. Who's, who's on we the show? Yeah, I don't know who's on the show. show. Jackie's still on there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jennifer is on there. British is on there. Brooke is on there. Okay. I mean, it's a lot of OGs. Okay. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Everybody's grown up. Good, but yeah. no fighting. 
No, we don't do that anymore. We're okay. grown. All right. Know? Good. Yeah. We're we doing a lot of healing. Let me tell you something. The reunions that I do, mm-hmm. we're not coming for fighting. First of all, I'm not messing up my face. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, I'm not about that life no more. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk it through. Word. And we're going to keep it pushing. Learn how to communicate. I like Hello? that. Yeah. All right. I like that. All right. Well, let's get this show cracking. When we come back, we got front page news. Angela Rye will be joining us. She'll break some stuff down. <clears throat> She'll be here, right? Yes, she's right. on the Zoom. Okay, all right. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our co-host Tamar Braxton joining us this morning. Hey. And it's time for some front page news. Miss Angela Rye, good morning. Good morning, everybody. You know we're going to start today off with another Women's History Month newsmaker. She is Westlake High School senior hailing from Atlanta, Georgia, Miss Daya Brown. My friend Dr. David John says, teach the babies and Ms. Daya is the poster child. Between community service projects, launching a podcast and a production company, Daya has found time to apply for and receive $1.3 million in college scholarships. And she has been accepted, if that's right, in over 50 colleges. She says she spent three hours daily over the course of four months doing just that. She's now committed to Duke University with interest in production and journalism. Okay. Daya Brown, we hope to see you on The Breakfast Club soon, little sis. We are so proud of you. Dropping the clues bombs for Daya Brown. Mm-hmm. What does that mean when you get that type of money uh, for scholarships? You got to pay that back? No. Oh, okay. Scholarships That's free. not a loan. I, I didn't go to college. That's why I asked. No, you go to school for free. They pay uh, for everything. They probably pay for your books, your housing, all that. Okay. Yeah, sorry, brother. Sorry, I didn't mean to snap at you. Yes, uh-huh. it's not a loan. And sometimes <laughs> there are restrictions on where those those uh, scholarships can be used. But it sounds like she's figured it out. Yeah, you got to keep all your, that money. And you usually got to keep a GPA above a certain whatever. Okay. A certain average. Come on, Hampton University coming through this morning with the knowledge on the scholarship. Okay. There you go. Um, all right. So this one, I can't wait to hear what you all think about this. An Australian judge gives a breastfeeding woman the boot from his courtroom. Why? He says she's a distraction. The incident took place in Melbourne County Court yesterday. The judge informed this woman trial observer that she was not allowed to breastfeed because it was a distraction. Mm -hmm. The judge goes on to defend his actions to the jury and this is what he said. What I told the mother was this, Madam, you will not be permitted to breastfeed a baby in court. I'm sorry, I will have to ask you to leave. It will be a distraction for the jury at the very least. So y'all have lots of babies. Tamar, we watched you raise your baby on Braxton Family Values. So I got to know if you guys have words for your honor. I, I need to hear both sides. What? <laughs> what if the baby was slurping loud? Oh, what? You know what I'm saying? What the what the tatas no. look like? You I stupid. don't know. I got to hear He's more. I, I got to hear more if to If you could story. feed the baby with a bottle in the courtroom, you should be able to feed the baby with a breast. It's not a bottle. It doesn't it's a matter. Breast. It doesn't matter. It's how the baby eats. Hey, yeah. man, I got to hear more. It's natural. I got to hear more than just, you know, I got, it seems like there's more to this story. Than no, just it doesn't seem like there's more to the story. No. She pulled out her, her nipple and the baby was sucking. And, yeah, and that's you know, it. I know that sounds easy to say, but we got to hear more to the well, story. I, I think the man more. of God can't handle himself. That's what it is. The who? The man that's of God can't. Oh, the judge? <laughs> the judge can't handle himself. That's what that is. You get turned on by somebody or distracted by somebody breastfeeding, then the problem is you. So he knows his limitations. He knows he's struggling. <laughs> you can't kick that woman out, man. You can't kick that woman out. No, not at all. Yeah, he tried to blame it on the jury. The jury did not say they were distracted. I agree with Tamar. I think he needs to get a better handle on himself. Hello. Absolutely. Right. So the, the last thing I have for you all this morning is a study 
that finds the leading cause of poisoning of young children is opioids. 52% of poisoning deaths of children five and under are a result of opioids, a study found. Mm. Most of the poisoning deaths were infants, and the study doesn't make a distinction between prescription drugs and illegal drugs like heroin, but it marks a significant increase from the 24% total in, tw in 2005. White children accounted for nearly 44% of the deaths. Black children made up nearly 33%. Hispanic children accounted for 17%. And infants of other races made up 6%. Opioids killed 21 out of 100,000 people now getting out of young people during the same time period, according to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. So they're saying that this is on pace with those overall numbers. It's rough. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. So, we got a lot, a lot going on, um, but we are going to be back next hour with more front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Rye. Now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent or if you want to holler at me, Charlemagne or Tamar, you can call right now. Again, 800-585-1051. Call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne, Dizzy, what up? Are we live? This is your time to get it off your chest. I got an indoor pool, an outdoor pool. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. We can get on the phone right now here and tell you what it is. We live? Hello, who's this? Tario. Tario, what's up? Get it off your chest. All right, let me speak. What's going on, Andy? What's going on? Um, Charlemagne the God. Peace, what's going man. on, Charlemagne? What's up, brother? Okay, listen, man. I got a quick question. How appropriate is it? For somebody to be talking to you on the telephone while taking the crap. What? <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Depends how cool y'all are, man. Huh? Depends how cool y'all are. Personally, I need my me time when I'm doing the number two. I like to be alone. I don't want to be exactly. talking to nobody. So I'm just asking, is that appropriate? Who was you talking to? Who was it? I can't tell that. Come on, you got to tell me. We need context. We got. I need no, to know I can't why. Tell that. Who was it? It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't no um, girlfriend or nothing like that. It was just somebody that I'm real close to. Was it a man or woman? It was a woman. Oh. I don't, maybe she feel comfortable around you. Did she tell you she was taking the number two? After I heard the um, screen. <laughs> <laughs> you, heard, <laughs> you heard the screening, and then you heard the poop plop in the toilet? All that, though. Maybe she didn't want yeah. you to know, brother. Yeah, Tario, man, this is this is too much TMI on a Friday, bro. I don't think it's it TMI at too all. Early. Hold on, but it's freaking freaking fine. So y'all got to keep it. That's y'all ain't even saying nothing about it. No damn freaking goodbye, man. <laughs> He's trying to know if she like him. She pooped on the toilet with me. Does she like me? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, what's your name? Anthony. Anthony, what up? Get it off your chest, bro. Hey, man, I'm just blessed. First of all, good morning to y'all at the Brothers Club. Peace, and King. Angela Rye. Turn it down. Miss Angela Rye, Miss um, Braxton, Charlamagne, and you, man, I just turned 50 years old today. Congratulations, oh, black man. Happy Lord, birthday, my Pisces brother. Yes, bless. Okay, well, have a good one, brother. Enjoy your birthday. I don't know what you're doing, but but enjoy it. That's all you want to do? That's all I'm, you want to do. I'm on my way to work. That's what I'm doing. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, brother. Enjoy Life your day. Life is good, man. Have a good Friday. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Power 105.1. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
And he just spits. You ready, OG? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go ahead, OG. Okay, check it out. Check it, check it. Been paralyzing the competition. Neck snapping and jaw cracks. Leave with your spine missing. Yeah, it's clear that they don't want to smoke. Show the road. Strike at will. Show them the rope of dope. What up? Late nights, I'm at the table with it. Something got to give it from reinforcing this punishment. We need this. And this game is without company. Solo on my one-way street. Just moving comfortably, but watch this. Six teams, I'm a bar terrorist. Dead nation right on site for moving reckless. They saying I know him. Seen him before somewhere out of state. Spitting that rendition to hand it down. He's a heavyweight. Check. Applying pressure like vaccines, putting work to finalize things with calculated schemes. It's ill, character skill, thorough, authentic, taking one step at a time, designing my tax bracket. OK. OK, OG. Charlamagne, you got something? Not not yet. I'm thinking of something. OK, I got something, OG. I got something. I got something. You ready, OG? OK, let's go. Let's go, baby. What y'all want to do? Want to be some ballers? Have Tamar call ya. On the low, have Charlemagne spoil ya. Bam. But in real life, you pretend just to void ya. That's no pause, because these are the gay bars. You want some of this? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, I got something. It's all good. In, oh, I got something. I got something. Right, go. It's all good in the neighborhood. Bam. I can do what no man could. Oh. I say, hey. Okay. Tamar say, hey. At hey. the end of the day, NB is gay. Hey, hey, that's, hey, that's, hey. That's, that's, that's not the balls we wanted. Oh, <laughs> have a good Friday. Hey, listen, that's, listen, y'all know how we do, man. Shout out, shout out to Tamar. Good morning, Queen. Listen, morning. man, it's Friday. Appreciate you guys always, man. Y'all have a great weekend. You and your family, y'all be safe. You know what I mean? Have a good one. All right. Hello, who's this? Yeah, what's up? What's up, Trav? What's going on? What's uh, going on, Sean? How are you? What up, sis? How are you? You good? Miss Braxton. What's up, baby? What's happening? Good morning. Sean good Stone. morning. How are you? Sean Stone said he, re- oh, he said he ready. He said he won't be a power top. <laughs> he said he's going to be his bottom bitch trap. <laughs> he did say that. He did. Sean Stone could never be. Okay, let me tell you who you love. Don't get me started on him. Speaking of bitches, I call to talk about Chris Rock, right? Oh, Chris Rock is a bitch, okay? He was talking about Will Smith being a bitch. Like, he got smacked on. Same way I smacked on Sean Stone, because Sean Stone's a bitch. All right. That's all you got, Travis. Call him a bitch Fridays, I guess. No context, no nothing. <laughs> no, that's not, why are you talking about me? What y'all do to that man making him talk about me? We ain't do nothing, man. Thinking What's about you, you Trav. You cute. Look, Tamar. Let me tell you something, Tamar. If you want to entertain yourself, go go on YouTube and type in Trav versus Sean Stone. <laughs> okay, sure. On Breakfast Club. 
Okay? Entertain yourself sure. this morning. Goodbye, Trav. <laughs> Bye. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. When we come back, we're going to be talking about Julia Fox in the rumors. They arrested her brother, they arrested her daddy, and we'll tell you who else. All right, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. 
Friday morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our co-host Tamar Braxton joining us this morning. Hello. And let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Julia Fox. Rumor has it. Rumor. Rumor has it. Call out a name, or you gossiping, or you chatty. I am gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on the Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right. On the Breakfast Club. Now y'all remember who Julia Fox is, right? I think so. She's an actress that was dating Kanye, the white girl. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. It's Which her. white girl? He dates a lot of them. Her apartment was a little sketchy. A lot sketchy. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she's the one that she said she had rats, but she let the rats live in her apartment. Yes. Yeah, that was the one. Well, it looks like her dad and brother have been arrested in an explosives and gun raid in Manhattan. Mm. Police say this was part of a long-term investigation into ghost guns and narcotics, and the suspect is the brother of a famous actress. 30-year-old Christopher Fox is the brother of actress and model Julia Fox, known for her breakout role in Uncut Gems. In a 2019 interview, Fox called her brother a mad scientist type who likes to make 3D printers, but it's what police say he was making with those 3D printers that is disturbing. The NYPD's major case field <coughs> intelligence team acting on a tip from neighbors concerned about suspicious deliveries raided Fox's apartment at 200 East 84th Street on Wednesday confiscating illegal untraceable ghost guns. Fox's father was also home. He was held for some time but not charged. Mm. Yes, they were allegedly making uh, ghost guns and uh, using bomb-making materials. Only people like that should be charged as, like, uh, domestic terrorists. Absolutely. Yes. Word, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, now, uh, of course, that was Kanye's ex. But speaking of Kanye, uh, Kanye is being sued by Boogie Down Productions. He missed his court date, so I don't know what that means. I don't know if that's an automatic win. Now, they're suing him. You remember the joint off of Kanye's, uh, one of his recent albums, uh, Life of the Party, featuring Andre 3000. Play a little bit of it. I've been laying on way too long, got me itchy, got up and wronged Miss Donda, you see my mama, tell her I'm lost You see, she'd always light a cigarette, we talk, I would call Exaggerating a little bit You hear that little thing in the end? That that bang? Now, play the South Bronx If you pop that junk up in the Bronx, you might not live Cause you're in South Bronx, South, South Bronx Andy up, yay I'm still from Queens, so you can take that off, yes Andy up, yay So, but I don't know, it's just a sound, bang isn't that a sound? I don't know. I wasn't. Pay, I, I, I've never paid that no attention. I'd be too busy listening to Andre's verse. Oh, well, that sound was there. It's the sound, and it's the same sound. It is the same sound. <laughs> so uh, they all sued him, and Ye missed his court date. And also, Ye has been spotted out. You know, we haven't seen Ye in a while. Ye was out with his, uh, I guess, his wife. They said they married. I don't know. In North, they were at Universal Studios, and they were also out and about shopping. Uh, and this is after him, you know, allegedly being sued by a couple of different people. I know she white. What? Why you say that? <laughs> <laughs> I know she is. She is right. I think so. What you I mean, think you she's think an so? Anglo but she, she's not. She's not black. I don't, I just, there's, there's others. I just yeah, don't know yeah, what the yeah, others yeah. are. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, lastly, Floyd Mayweather. He ran into Jake Paul in Miami. Did you? All, did y'all see the video? I saw a little bit of it. Okay. So they walk up to him. Floyd is with you know. About 50, 60 people, and he see uh, Jake Paul. Jake Paul's talking ish. Jake Paul's security jumps in front of him. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, and Floyd May- Mayweather gets in the security face. Like, what you gonna do? And he goes, nothing. <laughs> and then Jake Paul goes running. Smart move. Yeah. I actually nice to get that camera. What's going on? What's up, Floyd? I said that with that one. What's your name with the camera? Oh, you got a camera too. So, what you, who you supposed to be? I'm, I'm just working, man. What happened? You're not tough anymore since your loss? What happened since your loss? Yo, we gonna bust him up, guys? I told you before, put that Yo, let's bust him up. Where you running, Jake? Where you going since your fight? Since you lost? What's up, Jake? 
Oh, yeah, he ran to the, the police were right down the block. He ran to like the police. I'm not mad at him. I'd have ran too. It's 50 of y'all. Yeah, one of me. But nope. Floyd and his people wasn't going to do nothing to no Jake Paul. Yeah, why you act like Floyd Mayweather not smarter than that? Floyd Jake Paul like stresses my soul though. Why? Like, his energy. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, ugh. That you know was, what I mean? That was very caring this year, Jake Paul. Yeah, too. You feel me? That's what you I mean. You know what I mean? Like he, like he, re, he reacted like that on purpose. Like he know they're they not gonna do nothing. Well, Mayweather's a multi-million dollar man. Why he gonna have his guys beat up on Jake Paul? That's not gonna happen. Knock it off. And the guy recording that, I don't even think he was with Floyd. No, he was with Floyd. Exactly. <laughs> we're going to bust him up, guys. We're going to bust him up, guys. We're going to bust him up, guys. Let's bust him up, guys. What are we going to do, guys? You're not tough no more, Jake? Come on, stop. Knock My Jesus. All right. Well, that is front page news. Now, uh, that is rumor report. Excuse me. When we come back, we got front page news. Angela Rye will be joining us. And we're going to take your calls. 800-585-1051. We were talking good sex. Mm. And Tamar said. When the hell was we talking good sex? I'm not having good sex at all. <laughs> when the hell was y'all talking about good sex? He was in the other room. We'll talk yeah. about it when we come back. Period. Yeah, <laughs> stick around for that. It's Hear that story. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Our audible pick of the day is the Light Podcast with Michelle Obama. In this uplifting new series, Michelle Obama discusses meeting life's challenges with Oprah, Tyler Perry, David Letterman, and others. Listen free at the home of storytelling. Audible.com slash delight. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our co-host Tamar Braxton joining us, and it's time for some front page news. Angela Rye, what we got? Okay, good morning, everybody. Today's Women History Month newsmaker is a Westlake High School senior hailing from Atlanta, Georgia. Her name is Daya Brown, and this hour we're getting to add her best friend, Jalen Ellison. Daya has found time to apply for and receive $1.3 million in college scholarships and has been accept accepted in over 50 colleges. Wow. Her best friend, Jalen, $1.5 million in college scholarships and has been accepted in 48 colleges. I don't know where Jalen has decided to go to school, but Daya is committed to Duke University and she's got some interest in production and journalism and spent a lot of time doing community services. We are so proud of Daya and Jalen. That's dope. Man, salute yeah. to Daya and Jalen. That's, that's good company, right? What they say, mm -hmm. show, uh, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So powerful. Well, it's not so good news. Yesterday was Fox. Today is Donald Trump facing legal issues, and this time it's another criminal probe. Donald Trump was asked to appear next week before a grand jury charged with investigating his business affairs. The request was made by Alvin Bragg, who you all know is the Manhattan District Attorney. The matters include payments to adult film star Stormy Daniels. Michael Cohen, who is Trump's former attorney, pleaded guilty to campaign finance charges related to the payment of Daniels, and of course was already sentenced to three years in federal prison for this as well as other crimes. He said he will be meeting with investigators about this case for the 20th time. This investigation began in 2019 and Trump has argued that it's politically motivated. A reminder that the Trump organization was indicted on tax fraud with a subsequent com conviction in December. While there's no definitive answer on whether the DA will pursue an indictment of the former president on this case, it is a possibility. Nothing is going to happen. More pomp and circumstance. Teflon Don. This country does not know how to punish that level of whiteness. This country does not know how to punish that level of privilege. They're never going to do anything to an ex-president. I don't even know why we keep going down this road. 
Well, because the news keeps um, going down this road. And mm-hmm. what I think is important is there is a grand jury that's been impaneled. We have not seen that before. Announcing criminal probes on Trump is a waste of time at this point. We know they're not going to do nothing. Once again, they do not know how to uh, punish this level of whiteness and privilege. And they don't want to. Well, you know, I might not be listening to you. I have wishful thinking because I want this man to be prosecuted for something. Bet something on it. Bet something on it. You, you, believe in these, you believe in these people way more than I do then. Cause I don't. Okay, you know, yesterday you tried to kill us in the environment. You said half the people was gonna die. So I'm really not trying to be on your side today. I thought you were gonna be happy with Friday. But you know what? We'll see. We'll see. I'm not a betting woman, but we'll see. Okay. We have time for one more. Sure. On Wednesday, we talked about the four Americans who were kidnapped in a Mexico border city. Yep. According to a letter obtained by the Associated Press, the Scorpions faction of the Gulf Cartel provided apologies to Matamoros residents. The Mexican woman who was shot and killed, as well as to the four Americans who were kidnapped and their families. Alice in Wonderland once said, curiouser and curiouser, and that most certainly applies here. This letter was sent with a picture of five men who were bound and face down on the pavement. In the letter, they say, we have decided to turn over those who were directly involved and responsible in the events, who at all times acted under their own decision-making and lack of discipline. That lack of discipline resulted in the death of three people, including two Americans crossing the border to support their friend in a surgery. Our thoughts and prayers are with the families who lost loved ones. Man, this has to be hurting. Definitely sending healing energy to those families, but yeah. this got to be hurting Mexico's tourism too. Because yeah. I saw that video of uh, uh what is it, Chameleon yesterday, where she got ran down on by the by the police in Mexico. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but why y'all driving to Mexico though? Who does that? I don't know. But a lot of a lot of people do, and Mexico is known for that. Because a lot of people really? can't afford the flight, so they just drive over and then yeah. you know, try to go. But. It's like anything else. You go to the wrong place. You don't know where you're going. You don't know what hood you're at. That happens in DR a lot. That yeah. happens in, in, you know, so you just got to be extra careful. Yeah. Damn. Well, thank you all. And on a brighter note, happy Friday. This has been your front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Rye. You have a good weekend. Bye. You all too. See you all soon. Right. All right. When we come back, 800-585-1051. We were going to do a Freaky Freaky Friday it's topic. It's not time for that yet. Kids are still in the car. Charlamagne, just remind me. Kids <laughs> are still in the car. Salute to the homie Nicole. I was talking to Nicole yesterday. Uh, me and my wife was talking to our homie Nicole. And she's an interior designer. And, and Nicole was saying how she can't even turn the radio on until after 8 o'clock. Sorry, oh, Nicole. Wow. When her son is in the car. So her son repeats f- things that, that, that I say. Okay. You know what I mean? So, so we we'll, don't need to be doing no Freaky Friday at 7 a.m. So we'll do that at 8. We'll talk about the bunky stuff and all that at 8 o'clock. No bunky. We ain't talking <laughs> bunky this morning. I don't even know what that is. Bunky. 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 What's that? Your butt. Uh, I'm from South Carolina. We say bonky. Yeah, bonky. Bonky. All right, but the question is 800-585-1051. What's the longest you're willing to wait till somebody proposes to you? Now, this came from Tamar, right? The longest I'm willing to wait? Yes. You start dating somebody. What's the longest <clears throat> you're willing to wait? Um, At my big age, about, <laughs> I'm going to give you up to a year. Damn. But shouldn't the other person be at a big age, too? That's yeah, so what I'm saying. Yeah. So we're sure. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it, For me, it doesn't take a man long to know if he wants to be with a woman. Mm-hmm. Especially at our big age. Like, how much longer we got? Okay. Let's, let's <laughs> discuss when we come back. Yeah. yeah. 800-585-1051. Is Tamar bugging or is that around the time? All right. Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Is a, big a, big, age. a big a big age for marriage, you know what I mean? Because you're you're in the, you're at that point where you don't you don't got time to play with nobody. At all, you know what I'm saying? Forties is not that big age. I, it, it is for that type of commitment. 
You know what I mean? Not in the grand scheme like, of life. But how long okay. am I supposed to be a city girl, though? Like, <laughs> how long is it supposed to work? But that's the, but see, but the problem is, right, you meet somebody, y'all start dating. Yeah. You really don't know the real somebody in a year. Because you really, it's the fake side. It's the, hey, baby, well, that's here's the, flowers. I, I don't say let a year. Cook, I say, let me like, clean. Five to six months, you can figure it out. Because people really can't. You, the whole day cards that long no more. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, everybody you date at this point, you think you think about marriage, Tamar? No, not everyone. Okay. <laughs> how do you know, how do you know the difference? Oh, it's a couple city girls and me. <laughs> <laughs> how do you know the difference? Um, The conversations. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I can basically know right away. You know, I have a really strong spirit. Did, did, your discernment. Did this topic come from someplace? Was there somebody you was dealing with and they was taking too long? No, you don't get that long with me. Listen, this table, this reserve table, people want to sit at this table over here. Okay. You can't hold up this table that long. Okay. Okay. <laughs> see, but, see, see, but Tamar, see, you work a lot, right? I do. And, and I'm sure whoever you, you, you date, they work a lot too. So y'all can't be in a... The same place to really feel each other out and go through the work because you you you're on tour and you're doing this and you're doing that. So a year might be too too little. No, you see certain things. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, like right away if somebody's on the same wavelength if you if that you're on. You know what I'm saying? Like if you outside, you know somebody who's outside. You know? Yeah. Okay. Like real fast. But is a year long enough to know if you want to be with this person forever? Forever? Right, yeah, for, forever how long this. we got left in our big age? Yeah. yeah. But how long we supposed to be doing this? I mean, how many dinners can we have? How many conversations? <laughs> That's real. But the dinners, you got to meet my family. I got to meet your family. Yeah, you you got to be that, around you know, each other. You know if you want to be a part of somebody's family. <laughs> you know. You know by the second. As soon as you visit. walk in the house. Yeah. The no. Okay, the first visit, everybody got their re representation. Correct. The second one, I mean, listen. You don't like the smell of the house, all kind of stuff. We the people. <laughs> so listen, let me ask you a question. A rich person like you, do you when you think about stuff like that, do you think about uh, you know, having to do that marriage contract and finances, the finances yeah, and intertwining sure. and all that. Yeah, you have to. Wow. What do you mean? Wow. No, I would think you would just keep all that to yourself. Um. You come, you come in, you leave with what you came in with. That's what we're doing. Okay. Okay. And do you have to open? Does he have to open up his spreadsheet to let you know what he has? Yeah, what we he gotta know. Damn it, man. Yeah. So you go with his account. You got his credit, know. all that. We gotta know. How do, how, how do you ask that? It's, and for me, it's like date three or four. <laughs> date three. Damn. <laughs> That's a little bit much. You can't waste up. my time. Like, mm -hmm. I don't have a lot of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? And so, like, we're not just going to be sitting up here planning each other's faces like that. Like, That's real. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially if you're, like, attracted to somebody. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to sleep with somebody who can't be potentially my man. So how do you ask it. to see your accounts, though? How, does that, how, does, how do you ask that question? Okay, so... What's our financials? Like, <laughs> what do you mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, our financials are great. Well, then that, you open up yours, I open up mine. Damn. That's how it starts. Damn. I mean, because we have to really normalize being honest, right? Correct. You have to normalize, like, having these uncomfortable conversations early on. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about... Okay, so I dated this guy. Okay. Who told me his body count was a thousand? That's ridiculous. I thought it was That's ridiculous. Disgusting. A thousand? That's disgusting. And, a, and his lifetime. I don't believe him. I'm, I'm I think he's lying. I think he's lying. He don't know math. That's the, that's the reason you, you shouldn't marry him. ridiculous? He don't, first of all, he don't know math. Ain't no way he slept with no thousand women. I think so. That's a little too honest. People outside. Jesus Christ. People outside. What did he do? He was he an athlete? <laughs> no, you know. Rapper? I'm like, musician? No, I, I've never dated a rapper. I've mm -hmm. never dated an athlete. I like different kind of, I like lawyers and doctors yeah. and executives and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So after he told you that body count, 
I'm not interested. Yeah, you don't want to be thousand yeah, and one. I don't want to be I don't one even say that anyway. Like, that's the most that's sexy. I, I knocked off a thousand women. So let me ask you guys a question. Mm-hmm. Like, a, a, a man in our 40s, mm-hmm. like, what's a normal body count? Man, I just had this conversation this week. I'm 44 years old. And one of my homeboys was talking about he slept with 50 women. I'm like, you know how much 50 women is? I think that's a lot. I ain't never, that's a lot. I've never been to 50 women. That's a lot of people. Ugh. But what does he do? 100 is a lot of people. What does he do? Nothing. But why does oh. it matter what he does? <laughs> I mean. the, reason I, the reason I ask is because if you're, usually, I'm not going to put it on everybody, but if you're a musician or you're an athlete, you travel from city to city. Okay. And a lot of times they knock off chicks in different cities. Okay. So that I would uh, uh, think that their body count will be a lot higher than your average person. I don't think y'all can count. They travel a lot. You know how much a hundred people is? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, like, I was thinking, like, if I'm at Best Buy and it's a hundred people in Best Buy, yes. you slept with all of these people. <laughs> I don't believe that. I don't believe when people say stuff like that. A thousand people is ridiculous. I don't believe that. Will Chamberlain, 20,000? I don't believe that either. That's nonsense. All right, well. He thought it was pretty normal. No. No, that's not normal. No. A thousand is not normal. No. no. So what is normal? I don't know what normal is, but I think when you start getting in the 50s to 100, it's and like, it's real quiet. I need to know I'm a trying normal to think. number. What is normal? Like, like are your single friends yeah. in their 40s. What's a normal number? So if they knock, if they knock off two people a year, no, is that no, normal? You guys are not knocking off two people a year. It's like two people like a month. Oh, and you oh know how stop. You, you know how you know they lying, Tamar, when you say to them, so you've slept with a thousand people. How many STDs you had? And they tell you none. I know. Ain't no a way. Yeah, that's, 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 yeah, yeah, that probability is yeah, yeah, That probability is exactly. different. That probably, let's go to the phone line. Okay. Hello, who's this? Yo, how y'all doing this morning? This is Hutton. Hutton, what's up? Take us off Bluetooth for speaking if you got us on there. Hello? There you go. Now talk to us, Hutton. Good morning. How y'all feeling this morning? Thanks for taking my call. Good. What's up? Um, Well, me, with my sexuality and my spiritual faith and things like that, six months to a year. What do you mean your um, sexuality? I'm going to... What I mean by that is... He's gay. I don't like to... Oh my God! No, no not not, I'm not gay. Oh, I don't like. See, I'm anti-gay. Gay, actually. He's not even gay. You just came from gay on a man. What, what is it? What are like, you? Like, what are you? I'm anti-gay. I'm I'm against the LGBT. I'm one of those intolerant people who gets kicked out of places for for being against those people. I'm one of those guys. No, not those people. I'm just saying for people. That, yeah, that, that's I'm, weird. To I'm have really to anti-gay. You. That's weird to have to announce your sexuality. That's why I asked. That's why. No, I'm what I'm, what I what I was what I was getting at is. I, I, I take sex serious because I think that's a commit. I mean, a, a activity that's supposed to be shared between a husband and a wife. So you're you? you're you're, you're really in the, your, the, your Bible clearly. Well, not just that, but uh, you know, like I, I understand a psycho emotional, you know, I can't in chemical pH balances and connections between those not, things. Not at all. Not at all. Like you're not open to the LGBTQ community. Like relax yeah. and like you want to only have sex with somebody because you married. Like relax. That's when you should have hung up on him. Oh, yeah. That's when you said you wanted uh, for LGBT. Hello, who's this? Yo, yo, what's going on? Breakfast Club. This is Tyler, aka Dingo. How y'all feeling? Tyler, Hello. what's up, man? Take us off Bluetooth AKA for speaking. If you got Dingo. <laughs> I'm not on oh, man. I love Dingo Dingo 0925 Streetwear clothing You All sound right. like Bingo oh, and Bluey okay. cousin Go ahead Dingo yeah, Tell us I, Tell us about what, what your thoughts are bro Yes sir So as far as uh, Being married Well The timetable that Miss Tamar put on For about a year For her I get that But most men Like Look A year is just too soon That's too much pressure We don't know What you've been going on The last or that last couple years Before that glow up year Or whatever the case may be a guy needs at least two, three, four years to decide if they want to spend the rest of their life. Wrong <laughs> answer. Number one, I'm blocking you because your name is Dingo. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> 
Jesus. It's Christ. interesting though, because I mean, I've been with my wa- my wife for 25 years. Mm-hmm. We've been married since 2014. Mm-hmm. So you know, we was together a long time. But once yeah. I proposed, we got married within a year. See what I'm saying? Yeah, we that's got- reasonable. Yeah. But. How long were you with your wife before y'all got married? Are you listening? I'm not, but but, but this Negro, just, no, I did, but, what I did not just say. No. Because I don't listen on this show. But that is the difference. He was with her. How long? Say it again. The number. We was together. We been together. It'll be 25 years this year. So we was together since what? 98. You know what I mean? So yes, 98. And the 2013, I proposed. 2014, we got married. But Tamar the point they is, left you. no, they kind of grew up together, we grew, right? We definitely so that's grew up different. Together. Absolutely, we definitely. We grew ain't growing up with these city boys out here. <laughs> they got dingoes and mingoes, and I ain't calling these. Uh uh-uh. uh I guess my thing is, why even propose if, if you don't know the, if you're not ready and don't even Come know the person away. yet? You Just, see what I'm saying? You know? All right, eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. We're asking, what's the longest you'll wait when you're dating somebody to propose? All right, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Daddy calling my phone. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're here with our co-host, Tamar Braxton. She ain't here calling trouble. 800-585-1051. The longest you'll wait if you're dating somebody until he proposes. Tamar said she's only giving you a year. Tamar said if you've been a fiancé for a year, he don't want to marry you, sis. At all. (laughs) At all. I think you need a little more extra time just to just to feel somebody out. So don't ask. That's real. Damn. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello. Hello. We're asking, what's the longest you'll wait? 800-585-1051. You're saying a year is too too little. I say I say about two. About what? About two years. Two, two years, years to, to be first, engaged? No. No, no, no. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Well, two years to be engaged. Yeah. So, so what y'all doing in those two years? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Give me the timeline. What's popping? We getting to know each other. Oh yeah, no! My wife, then you shouldn't together. ask. You shouldn't get to know somebody nah. you're proposing to. I agree. Hey, me and my wife been together. Me and my wife been together twenty five years. Been married for twenty three. Come June six, and in that first year, I wasn't even sure if I wanted to get married. I just you know, I met her. We getting to know each other. That second year was like that was the closer, you know what I mean? Like, all right, you know, because you you know you go through things, and I mean we blessed, man. My lady dope. Oh God, is good, but that's a different time, my darling. That's not these times, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Shanika. Things are not the way that they once were. Hey, Shanika, you beautiful Caucasian woman. I'm not. He knows you're not Caucasian with a name like Shanika. He's just messing with you, Shanika. (laughs) He messing with you, Shanika. Shamika McDonald. <laughs> it's Shanika Ocasio. I'm right. Panamanian Puerto Rican, okay? Okay, Damn. get okay. us together. All right, Shanika. What's poppin', sis? <laughs> hey, what's up? Good morning, guys. Good morning. How long you waiting for? Huh? I said, how long will you wait, mama? I'm late. I'm waiting as long as it takes for him to feel financially secure that he can take care of me of his wife and of our family. <laughs> You got to see Tamar face. I, I'm flabbergasted. Like, oh, okay. But she brought up a good point. Well, just keep waiting on him, sis. If you waiting on him, he ain't the one. I'm waiting on him because we were best friends for nine years. I'm waiting nine years for us to get here. I'll wait however long it takes his wife because he's not definitely worth it. I'm not losing him. Okay. Mm. okay. That's see? different, though. They, they got Thank time you. in, though. Well, I, may I ask your age? How old are you? I'm 31. 31. How much time she got left, Tamar? I mean, she got about four years to keep playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Girl, mama. our eggs are not the same. <laughs> <laughs> All right, keep playing if you want to. Hello, who's this? 
Hi, this is Lynn. Hey, Lynn. Good morning. Good morning. How good morning. Long, how long you waiting, Lynn? Um, I don't think I really have a time frame. I feel like that all depends on where you are in life. Because, mm. like, what if y'all both know y'all want to be together and y'all want to be engaged and all this extra stuff, but y'all not at a place where y'all can see that right now? No, so just date. Like, that, also, that also gives you a little bit of control over the situation, too, because then you get the plan and, you know, all that good stuff, rather than just running into it because there's a time frame or something like that. I kind of agree with that. Tamar said something that's interesting just now. Tamar right. said, just date. But what if, Tamar, somebody's into you and they know what you're expecting and they know what you want, so they're actually just telling you what you want just to keep that time going because they feel like if I don't propose to her, she's going to walk away anyway. The clock starts. <laughs> I mean, that happens. That definitely The clock happens. starts. Damn. And you got to love yourself enough to you know, have the confidence uh-huh. that if this person... Um, who proposes to you means what they say and you have to stick to your guns. You know what I'm saying? Like you cannot like keep allowing these people or these men or women to have that kind of control over you to be like, okay, well, I'm a, I'm a, I have a year to play this game. No, you really do have a year to play this game. Just a year. It's over mm-hmm. with after that. You got to You got to push. You got to keep it pushing. But Tamar says something too. You what? know, you want, you want more kids. I did. You did, but not anymore. Cause you said my eggs, so that usually means you yeah, want more kids. Yeah, if you're thirty, if you're thirty-one years old mm-hmm. and you're still playing with somebody after eight, nine years, mm-hmm. the clock, clock is, is ticking. ticking. Correct. You but, want, you really want more kids? What inspired you to Brett? Um, Yo, shut up, man. Well, shut you know up. her situation is a, mm-hmm. it's actually a miracle, right? Yeah, sure, right. I don't know her circumstances. Maybe she'll come up here and tell y'all. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, I just believe in having kids a different kind of way. Like, I'm into blended families now. Word, you know word, what I mean? Word, I feel word, like word. I can offer another child a different kind of love, word. you know? And so I'm mm-hmm. into that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't necessarily have to, you know, birth another child for that child to feel like my own. Absolutely. So. Gotcha. I do think a lot of people propose to prolong the clock. They do. Like Tim, I said, the clock is ticking. I think people propose to prolong the clock. That's right. why you got to love yourself to move, to move on. Mm-hmm. You got to go. The Damn. clock starts now. So what if I like a woman and I want to be with this woman? I'm just not ready to propose, but I do want more time just to feel the whole situation. So then out. date, date her, and now, see how long you, you know what I mean, have to play that game. So do you pause the clock then? Well, if you're dating, you don't have any expectations. Gotcha. So if you're engaged now, we are in the planning of our life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you're not into the planning of your life, then don't ask her. Mm. That's what I have to say. Okay. All right. Well, what's the moral of the story? Is that the moral? I feel like that's she just gave the moral. Okay. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. We got to tell you about Jonathan Majors and also... Uh Boy, y'all be hating on Jonathan Majors so bad. No, they don't be hating on Men be hating on men are so men are so can men just admit they are jealous and envious of Jonathan Majors? I saw somebody oh, put a funny. somebody put a Facebook post up, somebody sent to me. It's Jonathan back in the day, he don't have all the muscles and stuff. And the caption was like, This y'all little boyfriend <laughs> before the muscles. But yesterday you said he was sexy. He was a good looking man. I didn't say he was sexy. You now. did say he was sexy. You said he was man. fine and sexy. That's what you said. I said he was a good looking man. I didn't say nothing about no sexy. You definitely said he was I fine and sexy. sexy. Red, did he say he was fine and sexy? I said he's a good looking man. No, no you said he was fine and sexy. He's a good looking man. No, you said he was sexy. I did not say sexy. Just say, just say the truth. You said the man was sexy. I don't think he's sexy. I have to be wow. sexually attracted to somebody to say they're sexy. I mean, I would think. I was over here concerned. <laughs> I was going to go live. I stopped myself. <laughs> Rumors when we come back is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Our co-host, Tamal Braxton, is here. Hello. 
Yes, uh, shout out to my kitties. They're on their way to school. Good morning, guys. Jackson, Brookie, Lundy, my wife, Gia. Today I have to go to the school and read. You're just uh, naming out cities. Philadelphia, Syracuse, no. Milwaukee. No, I could have said Madison and Logan and Peyton, but they're not there. I was going to say, where's Logan? And Logan's <laughs> got, he had a track meet this uh, this week in, in Boston. So Dropping the clues bomb for the man in the Casey house. Shut up. Shut up. Big Logan. But today I got to go to the kids' school and, and I got to read a book. Oh, that's that cool. Is- I did that one time. Yes, what book did you read? I don't remember because, you know, my son had so much pressure on me mm-hmm. because he wanted me to come to his school dressed like I was going to go on stage. Really? Did you do that? No, oh. I did not. No. <laughs> I had the sweatsuit ministry like I do now. Okay. You know, Envy uh, asked, he asked me, you know, what book should he read? I told him, don't hurt yourself. <laughs> the cat in the hat. The cat in the hat. You know That's what I mean? Don't hurt yourself. He said, don't what? try to go too far. Just the cat He in said hat. something like Malcolm X. I'm like, bro, please. Oh, that was no. a joke. That was a joke. What's the grade? Uh, this second and third grade. Oh, second and third grade. Okay, that's Ooh. fun. Uh, you say that's fun. You ain't never heard him be talk for too long of a period of time. <laughs> Shut up, man. Boy, if, con- if context is in that book, boy, what book you reading? I don't know. I'm going to do a cat in the hat. If the word context <laughs> is in that book, a reciprocity? I think I said that right. <laughs> that reciprocity. Yeah, we had, I, I had a fight with uh, context this, this week, and I lost. I saw that. Oh, you did see that. <laughs> Lord Jesus, I, y'all on the top of my prayer list. Yeah. All, all three of y'all. <laughs> you know, I lost, lost, lost the fight. All right, but anyway, hey, we listen, I want to tell y'all too, man. Mm-hmm. Make sure you get your tickets uh, for the Black Effect Podcast Festival happening April twenty second. Festival. What I said. Festival. It's my Invisalign. Hold on, hold on. Let me tighten up my Invisalign. The Black Effect Podcast Festival happening <laughs> April 22nd uh, in Atlanta. You can go to Eventbrite for your tickets. Some of your favorite podcasts will be there, like the 85 South Show, Horrible Decisions, Reasonably Shady, and a whole lot more. And it's hosted by me and Just Hilarious. Just go to uh, Eventbrite to get your tickets for the first ever Black Effect Podcast Festival happening at the Pullman Yards in Atlanta on April 22nd. All right. When we come back, we got the rumors, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. 
We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Everybody, it's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Jonathan Mages. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty patty. I'm gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on the Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right. On the Breakfast Club. Now, a man that Charlemagne finds sexy. Jonathan Mages. I don't know why you're projecting on me, sir. That's, that's how you, that's what you said yesterday. That's how you feel. Yesterday you, you feel. said he was sexy. I did not say that. Red, did he say he was sexy yeah, yesterday? Yeah, yeah. Like three people said that you said that. Did you say he was sexy? They all projecting. No. What I told them was, y'all just need to admit that uh, people find these brothers sexy. No, it's okay. That's what I said. No, you said you find them sexy. Say, I didn't I, say anyway, he projected. Jonathan Mage is talking about uh, being <laughs> in a new movie, and he's going to be playing Dennis Rodman. Hmm. Hopefully, I, I get to sit with him and chat with him. You know, when we get closer and. You know, trying to get the script right, all these things, you know, all these industry things. But uh, I never really put a ceiling on myself, but this is definitely a role where I'm definitely going to make sure I'm pushing that ceiling out, you know, because he demands that. You know, he he's such a full individual, you know, so he's he's going to demand a lot, you know, and I'm going to have to figure out how to how to get that, you know. So I'm interested. I'm excited about it. Let me tell you something, Jonathan Majors is a phenomenal actor and he has the skill set to one day, you know, I believe win Best Actor at the Oscars. Not that we need uh, the white man's awards to validate him, but mm -hmm. how you gonna play Dennis Rodman? Dennis Rodman was six foot ten. How tall is he? Jonathan probably like five, nine. 
Why no, he's about nine? six foot. He's about no, six foot. Yes, he is. He's no, taller than you, and you were what five two? Hey, no, he's ah, not. Yes, he he's is. Not, he's not. <laughs> yeah, I've met know. Jonathan Majors. He ain't no six feet tall. He's way taller than you. He's not way taller than me. Yes, he is. He's about five eight, five nine. That's cap. There ain't no cap. Hold on, let me see. Jonathan Majors. Majors. Oh, I'm looking it up right that now. That man ain't no. That man ain't no. Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors. Hold on, hold on. Look at this. Hold on. Hold on. Look at this. How about this? How about this? How about this? But does he look way taller than me? Exactly. Well, does he look way taller? No, than No, y'all look like y'all in the same game. There you go. Yeah. Attra looks wise, or you mean like just shortest? It's shortest. It's still a bunch of height. It's just one suit you mean, you know? Definitely height. All right. <laughs> All right, now some sad news. We got a report. Of course, uh, we've been talking about this Glorilla concert and uh, finesse two times. Another person has passed away. This mm. is the third fatality. The young lady's name was Aisha Stevens. She's 35 of Syracuse. All right. Uh, her death followed two other women who were caught up in the crush. They believed that they were, uh, you know, trampled and, you know, cause of the stampede. So. Wow. Definitely rest in peace and condolences to her family and always sending healing energy. So Absolutely. sad. So sad. We're going to talk to Finesse two times this morning, too. Mm -hmm. Now, also, Janet Jackson. What's going on with Janet Jackson? Ooh, y'all. They say that Janet, <clears throat> following her 2022 docuseries on Lifetime and Andy, y'all remember that? Mm -hmm. Well, my sister said she want to go at it again and do another docuseries, almost like a reality situation. And they are filming right now. Isn't that deep? I didn't, I didn't see the first one, so what, did they not give give us the whole story, or what? Well, this is, like, up to date. Like, she's going on tour, tour right, right now. The baby, I'm and sure. And it's the baby. And they said other members of the Jackson family is going to be on this, too. If y'all doing Jackson family values, just you say that. You know what? Just say <laughs> so. Just say that. Damn just it, say you're doing a reality show. That's all right. this docuseries. Like, That's all right. it is. Like, come on. This is Jackson family values. Come on, now. Seems like they're taking y'all script. Well, they can have it. Okay. Okay, good guess, luck with that. Yeah, because people, I guess sometimes people, I don't know why, but people look at reality TV like it's a negative connotation to it. So she probably don't want to say I got a reality show. You know, but, you know, it doesn't, but reality TV with black people and black families, mm -hmm. you know, I think that it's hard for networks to stay the course of black families being successful and being positive. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? They always, you know, want to turn the corner of negativity, Correct. fighting, mm -hmm. arguing, not getting along and falling into that stereotype. And that's when I jump ship. Got you. Yeah. Would y'all do another show? Tamar doesn't want to do. No? No, I don't want to do that kind of television. Why? Because like you said, it shows mm -hmm. black positivity. But for all how your long? sisters are doing great. Y'all positive. Y'all entrepreneurs. Y'all making money. Like that's Yeah, but that's not really the side that the television people want to show all the time. Mm -hmm. yeah, for the a short period of time. Yeah, they want the conflict. Yeah, they want foolishness. Mm -hmm. And I'm not here for that. It's a done rap. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, it's giving no thanks. Okay. Yeah. I remember Jan didn't Janet have a show back in the oh, maybe that was an MTV behind the what was that show called? Diary? Diaries. Oh, MTV I remember Diaries. That show. I remember that because Jermaine Dupree was on it when, when she shot it back then. I remember that. Hmm. Oh, okay. That yeah. was back, 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 back in, in the, the day. day. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Charlamagne, who are you giving that donkey to? Man, four after the hour, man. Let's talk uh, about a young woman named Stefiana Santa Bria. I'm sure that's not her name. I'm sure you chopped I, it up. I, I don't know. But what would you do if your teacher put hands on your child? Let's talk about it for oh, after stop. the hour. <laughs> we'll talk about it for after the hour. All right. We'll get into that next. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Did you know one word can change everything? Zach Levi returns as Shazam in the new movie Shazam Fury of the Gods. This film is a must-see event with epic action and a whole lot of fun. March 17th, see Shazam Fury of the Gods only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Donkey of the day. 
him the hee-haw again? It's time for Donkey of the Day. I'm not trying to be Donkey today no more. They should be embarrassed by what they already did. I I'm not making these people do these things. Called Donkey of the Day, and it really caught me off guard. Damn, Charlemagne, who got the Donkey of the Day today? Well, Jess Hilarious, uh, Donkey of the Day for Friday, March 10th, goes to Stefania Santabria. She is a 50-year-old fifth-grade math instructor. Listen to what I said, 50-year-old fifth-grade math instructor. Math! Math. Okay, the area of knowledge that includes the topics of numbers, formulas, and related structures, shapes, and spaces. Okay, you know, five plus five, six times two, eight divided by four. We all know what math is. Mm -hmm. And when you're in fifth grade, those students, you know, they focused on adding, subtracting, multiplying, and dividing whole numbers, fractions, decimals. You know what I'm talking about. Okay, well, Stefania Santabria, the fifth grade math teacher, faces charges including strangulation in the second degree risk of injury to a minor and reckless endangerment in the first degree how did we get to that equation okay what plus what equals strangulation in the second degree risk of injury to a minor and reckless endangerment in the first degree well let's go to abc7 new york for the report please Okay, Liz, usually when we hear about chokeholds in the news, we're hearing about something that police are not supposed to do because it's dangerous. Well, in this case, a teacher who was working as a math coach is accused of putting a fifth grader in a chokehold. Now, this was supposed to be educational, a demonstration, but the school district says that student fainted. Letting us know that a staff member there, a math coach, had rendered one of the students uh, unconscious. According to the police reports, it happened while teaching a group of fifth graders a defensive jujitsu move and demonstrating on three of them. Someone alerted the school nurse. The student regained consciousness, uh, it says the reports, within seconds. Any idea how it came to be that she was teaching them martial arts when she's a math coach? You know, the, so the investigation is still ongoing. We're not sure exactly why she decided to do that. An investigation that resulted in an arrest a week later of 50-year-old Stephanie Sanabria at her home in Danbury. She's facing serious charges, strangulation, risk of injury to a minor, and reckless endangerment. Ma'am, ma'am, you're supposed to be a math teacher, not math hoffle. Hello? Okay? This is what I be trying to explain to my wife. I don't understand this new math at all, okay? Now, I'm all for teaching kids how to defend themselves, but I'm also all for everyone staying in their damn lane. If the class is math, if the subject is math, if you are indeed a math instructor, then why the hell are you teaching my child how to do a rear naked chokehold? Okay, you're supposed to be teaching calculus, not the camel clutch. You're supposed to be teaching my child how to do fractions, not figure four leg locks. Okay, this is the problem with the era we're in. Everybody thinks they are an expert at everything. Nobody is actually in alignment with their actual purpose, okay? When you see a math teacher teaching kids how to do Ted DiBiase's Million Dollar Dream, then best believe the math ain't mathing. Now, we all parents in this room. Tamar, what do you do when your child comes home and says her math instructor put them in the crippler cripple cross face? Oh, pray for me. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody go get my bail. <laughs> oh, baby, it's going down. Yeah, I would have to have that math teacher teach me so I can teach her. Mm. Yeah. MB, what about you? Ah, well, female teachers, they got to deal with Gia. I'm sure Gia will put her in the Brooklyn headlock Hello. somehow, some way. Knock her right out. Gia put you in a chokehold before, right? She did. Yeah. And she and I almost passed out. Like, I was tapping the, the, the side. Really? Yeah. yeah, so now we can't play fight anymore. Because she, she had me in a lock, and I couldn't get out. And I was I was dying, and I was <laughs> dying. It's not funny, though. Dropping the clues bombs for Gia. Well, Don't you do it. That's my Don't stop right the bomb! That's a shame. Maybe can't beat nobody in this house. Not Gia, <laughs> not Logan. <laughs> like, nobody can take... <laughs> 
I could take Peyton. She won. <laughs> okay. Now, I, I will shoot this teacher a little bail. Maybe she's been seeing all these teachers online getting beat up by kids, so she was doing some preventative measures. She just had to let these little kids know that she knows a little something, something, just in case one of them get too sporty. Okay, sometimes you got to show people your strength so they know not to play with you. But here's the thing, Miss Math Instructor. When playing with other people's kids, or should I say when causing harm to other people's children, you need to ask yourself one simple question. Why is the math book sad? I repeat, why is the math book sad? Because it has too many problems. And that's exactly, <laughs> that's exactly what you're oh, going to have and deserve to have putting other people's kids in the Cobra Clutch. Okay, please give Stefania Santabria the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are oh, the donkey mm. of the day. Ooh, you are the donkey Fifty years old, big age of fifty, still wow. making choices like That's that. That's crazy. Yes, it is. All right. Well, yes, thank you for that donkey today. Mm -hmm. Now, when we come back, let's open up the phone lines eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. This conversation what actually came from. You might as well do it. Let's do it. All right. It's Friday, so you know <laughs> what that means. It's freaky, freaky, freaky Friday. All right. Freaky, freaky, freaky Friday. Question is. All right. So, can you say that another man is sexy? That's where the question comes from. Sexy? Yes, yes, okay. sexy. All right. Can a man say another the man, man is, is sexy? sexy? And how do women look at a man if a man says another man is sexy? Now this comes yesterday. We sexy? were behind sexy. We were behind the scenes you yesterday. Say attractive? You said sexy. You bro. should feel attacked. I didn't say that. <laughs> that came. That came from two places. That. One, this uh, audio right here. Charlemagne, I think, kind of have a. He seemed like a. He uh, a troll. A little bit. He seemed like a. He have a kind of a womanly look. He's beautiful. Yeah. Dude, you tell me Charlemagne ain't fine, bro. Come on, dog. Oh, you put him in a wig, dog. Some basketball player is gonna fuck him. That's uh, Theo Vaughn. All I hear is Theo Vaughn preaching. All right. I don't know why y'all trying to discourage people from telling the pure and adulterated truth out oh. of this world. That okay. and yesterday after the show, we were talking about Michael B. Jordan. We were talking about Jonathan Majors, and Charlemagne was like, "Yeah, they're sexy." That is like, not what I said. It, well, yes, what I yes, said it. was, people. Oh, wow. I, what I said was, people just need to come. Men need to just come to the term. Men, what was I saying? Men need to just understand that women find these brothers sexy. That's what I said. Okay. You sure? I'm pretty sure that's three said. people who said that, that you guys said, said. <laughs> <laughs> that these men were sexy. And if I did say that, I'm sure I was just uh, being funny in the room. No, yeah, but I understand funny Michael room. B. Jordan. I mean, he has a spirit over him, so I understand what that means. Yes, that, that sexy. He got a strong sexy. A strong spirit, spirit of sexy. <laughs> <laughs> so we're asking eight hundred. A strong five eight five. 1051. <laughs> that's what be making men jealous right there when women talk about other men like that. That's what you would love to hear about yourself. Oh, Lord Jesus. You he got does. a strong I spirit do. of my sexy wife, My wife you. tells me that all she the time. She don't count. Yes, she don't count. You hear that all the time. You've been oh, hearing that funny. for years. All right. <laughs> do we have, we have audio? If you trust me enough to let me put my lips on your No, you're not. I'm going to grip like a pit bull. I'm not fishy, but I'm a man. I don't know first. what this is. But what? That's, what? Well, that's audio of Charlamagne talking about other men. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that when we come back. Wait. Wow. I have no idea. What I was not ready. I was not ready either. I don't. I wasn't ready either. Can we hear that again? Play that again. If you trust me enough to let me put my lips on your d No, you're not. I'm going to grip like a pit bull. I'm not f***ing sheep. I'm a man first. I don't, I don't even know what that is. We have explained it. I don't. That's you? Damn, that's your I take my veneers off? I don't want to spit on the mic during this one. Uh, oh, 
way. So you have a history of this. That's that's what we say. Of course saying. I do. Okay, that's, that's me. All right, eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. The question is again, men, can you call another man sexy? Why or gotta be sexy though? Yes, you can call it. Yes, you can say that man is attractive. Attractive is not sexy. That's two different words. Yeah, because sexy is a sexual attraction. Yeah. So that's different. If you say, yeah, that, that's a good looking brother right there, you can do that. Why can't you do that? Let's talk about it when we come back. And ladies, if your man <laughs> says another man is sexy humans. or another man is attractive, is that okay with you? Y'all are some crazy humans, Jeff. You can't look at another brother and be like, that's a good looking brother right there. Or even some brothers could inspire you. You should look at Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors and want to do a push up or two. You know what I mean? I agree with that. But do you think they're sexy? Do you? I asked you. I don't know. I'm not sexually attracted to them. <laughs> this guy is not crazy. You first. <laughs> not you first. Do you? Do you? You tell me first. You first. You first. Wow. This is getting, this is getting awkward. Interesting at the Breakfast Club. <laughs> you first. It's the Breakfast Club. Come on. The Breakfast Club. It's Freaky Friday. It's Freaky Friday. It's Freaky. Call in now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Our guest co-host, Tamar Braxton, is here. Hello. And it's Friday, so you know what that means. It's, it's Freaky, Freaky, Freaky Friday. And this Freaky, Freaky, Freaky Friday question comes from a, a young man that finds Charlemagne sexy. Let's listen. Charlemagne, I think, kind of have a... He seemed like a... He a troll. A little bit. He seemed like a. He have a kind of a womanly look. He's beautiful. Yeah. Dude, you tell me Charlemagne ain't fine, bro. Come on, dog. Oh, you put him in a wig, dog. Some basketball player is gonna fuck him. And then not only that. Yesterday that, after the show. By the way, that's Theo Vaughn. By the way, salute to Theo Vaughn. I don't know Theo Vaughn, but you know I appreciate you, you appreciating mm -hmm. me. Okay. Okay. Oh. And I agree with everything you said. I am beautiful. Oh. I don't agree with the NBA player part. Ain't no NBA player smashing me. I'm a faithfully, faithfully married man. Okay. All right, whatever floats your boat. But yesterday we were talking behind the scenes, and you were saying that you think that certain men are sexy. I did not say that. Yes, you did. I said that men just need to admit to themselves that uh, these women find people like Jonathan Majors no. and Michael B. Jordan sexy, and that's okay. You said you found that guy sexy and attractive. That's no, I what did you not. Said. Yes, yes, attractive is. is different. Yes, you can look at a man and say, yo, that's a good-looking brother. You I can do that. So. No, I attractive so. is different than good-looking brother. If, if Charlemagne was a man that you were dating, right, and okay. he said that another man was sexy or another man was Nobody attractive, said sexy, how would you bro. feel? Uh, we were definitely having a conversation. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by sexy, and what makes him sexy to you? Tell me. I, I don't know. I never had these conversations. <laughs> yes, you I, never, did, you I never said these things. Y'all keep y'all keep playing these clips. That's clearly AI. No, that's you. That's, that's not, not AI. me. That's AI. No, bro. It's that's not, not a, me. No, that's it's not, not artificial me. intelligence. Not it's me. you. Uh, I just I, I don't find another man sexy. Like it's not <laughs> something that's gonna come out my mouth. Pause. You can say a man looks good. I, I can say y'all are so insecure. I can say women like him. So fragile. He looks good. Is on the line though, Charlamagne. What he said? Let's say it again. I can say I think women are like him. That's just you might as well just say he's sexy. No, that's not. Women like him. I think women like him. Why women would be attracted to him? By the way, that's gay. That's that sounds more gay. Then yes, then you might as well just say yo, he looks good. He's attractive. I can see why women like him. That's why I, women well, like he, him. He could have like you know like regular attributes like you know muscles. Yes. He's successful. Yes. You know what I mean? Like things like that. I just find it hilarious how men are so intimidated by Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors with their shirts off. Like these dudes be on social media straight up hating on these brothers. Those brothers should just motivate you. They're not doing nothing that you can't do. You can go in the gym. You can do some push-ups. You can go get some HGH. Whatever it is. You can achieve that too if you truly want to. I just won't find him sexy. 
or attractive. You, you'll find him attractive. No. Hello? So time out. You don't think Michael B. Jordan look good? No, he's not my he's not my cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> he's mine. He's <laughs> yours. <laughs> not my cup of tea. Mm. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Janice. No, this this dress. How y'all doing? How oh, my bad, bro. You identify as a Janice? No, no, that's my mom's name, is it? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. Alright, so we're asking, can you say a guy is sexy or attractive, bro? Nah, not at all, man. Like, that ain't it. Like, if you with your homie and y'all get ready for something, he asking how I look and all that, you can say you look good, bro. But call it sexy or something like that, that's just too far. What's the difference? I know, not sexy, but you can say a man look because good. sexy is like... Like, sexy is like when your girls come on, Trey, like, oh, you look sexy, babe. But when your homie in a, in a suit or something, he asking if you look straight. That's, that's cool. But, like, sexy kind of, like, sexual, you feel I'm not asking nobody do I look straight. They're going to be like, no, you look gay. <laughs> that's just your friends. That's just your friends. Hello, who's this? Hello? Hello? Hey, what's up? Take us off Bluetooth for speaker, bro. You breathing hard. <laughs> this conversation yo, yo, yo. got him hot and heavy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say another man looks sexy or attractive, bro? You can you say a man, another man look attractive or good looking, but sexy is kind of pushing it. You feel me? Like if I'm putting my my, my homie on to a female, saying how he look, I could be like, yo, he's attractive, he's good looking. But once I say sexy, that's kind of awkward. You know what I mean? What if you say you might find him sexy? I, you you can say that too because it, like depending on the context. Like I'd be like, all right, if Michael B. Jordan was my homie, I'd be like, yo, the woman think he's sexy. I don't, but the woman do. See, that's yeah, a different know? context. Yeah, he adding that I don't, yeah. <laughs> but you know you lying about that I don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? Hello. Yo, good morning. Last morning. Hey, what's up, man? What's your name? Chris from Arizona, baby. All right. Chris, you Caucasian? No, sir. <laughs> I'm, I'm Mexican. Mm, <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. So, so can you call another man sexy to your, your girl? Or, or, or to anybody? Yeah, bro. Look, so, so, like, my girl was talking about this the other day with her cousin. So, um, they were talking, we, we were watching the Zac Efron movie, and my girl was like, my man's not good enough to, like, you know, say it out loud. And I tell her straight up, I, I'll be like, dude, like, Zac Efron's a good-looking ass man. Like, you know, and it's not even about being gay, bro. It's just you're giving this man his flowers because there's good-looking ass dudes out there. Bro. Yo, Zac wow, Efron got swole, too. You seen Zac Efron lately? Bro, yeah, I... I Come on, man. Come on. What? No. He got swole. He playing he playing some wrestler in a movie. I forgot what wrestler, but he done got diesel. <laughs> That's not, hey, hey, you talking diesel, baby? Let's talk about Logan. What's up, man? It sounds like he's flirting with you and now, sir. Come on, bro. So so you and you and Charlemagne want to fight over Zach Efron? I don't like white men. Hey, Charlie, hey, Charlie, you leave Zach Efron alone, Charlie. Come on. I would never. If I, if I was that way, I would never date a white man, okay? Really? I'm still following Dr. Umar's principles. Oh, wow. All right. So what, what black man would you if it's not Zach Efron? Me. Look how beautiful I am. You heard what that man said? That man said I'm beautiful. No, yeah. Okay? She might have been on drugs. I don't understand why it's so hard for a man to give another man a compliment. It's not, but if I don't find another man sexy. Sexy is somebody I'm, I'm sexually attractive to. Okay. Attractive is somebody I feel like I'm attracted to you want okay I don't get those feelings from men so you can say attractive good looking I just told you I can't handsome. say attractive I mean, but why is it okay for a woman to say another woman is sexy because we say that a lot yes I don't see the problem with it is there a difference there shouldn't be it's okay for I mean, us? if you find another woman sexy I don't find men sexy that men are not okay. sexy to me Charlamagne I'm not attracted to women but I've said that before 
Men are good looking. Men are good it's looking. Okay and, and that's, we're going to yes. tread lightly on that line. Yeah. Okay. 800 585 1051. Is it okay for another man to call another man sexy or attractive? You said sexy. You said okay. sexy. <laughs> you did say sexy. There were seven people in here that heard you say sexy. No, that's they what they didn't. said Everybody you had said now. You shooting your shot with Jonathan Majors. 800 585 1051. We'll take your call when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's Freaky Friday, goddamn. Hey, look, where are my freaks at? Call in now, 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's Friday, so you know what that means. It's Freaky, Freaky, Freaky Friday. And the Freaky, Freaky, Freaky Friday question is... Uh, you know, Charlemagne was talking behind the scenes yesterday and he was talking about different men were sexy. He was talking about Jonathan Majors. He was talking about Michael B. Jordan, talking about how attractive they were and all the things he would think about when he seen them. I did so, not say any of that. Yes, yeah, it's true. All of this is a lie, by the way, y'all. So we're asking, you know, can a guy feel? I don't think so. Unless you find a man sexy. I just don't find men as sexy. I think it's okay to tell a man that uh, it's okay to say that a man is attractive. I think it's okay to say a man is good looking. I think that you should look at people like uh, Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors instead of hating. You know, take your ass to the gym. How about that? How about it? How about that? Hello, who's this? This is KK from Brownsville. Good morning, Breakfast Club. What's up, bro? Talk to us. Uncle Charlotte, Uncle Envy, pretty face. Thank you, sir. Let me tell you, I feel like you shouldn't call the next man who is beautiful, right? Yes, and sexy. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And, and Uncle Charlotte, man, I'm going to stop calling you Uncle, man, because you keep pushing the envelope, man. Well, call me Auntie then, but let me wow. tell you something. There's nothing. I can walk up to a brother and say, beautiful black man, and give him a pound and give him a hug. Why can't you do that? Why not? Hey, y'all are so Absolutely beautiful good. black man. Let me see how I you feel about that. You want the third to be in school calling the next man, the little boys? Yo, you beautiful. What's up, beautiful? Nah, you don't want I ain't saying that. like that, but I'm saying if I give a man a pound, I give him a hug, it's a beautiful black that's man. that's what it's going to lead to, Uncle Charlotte? Black that's is beautiful. To, black is beautiful, man. Yeah, black is beautiful, but that's just like an overall statement. You know what I'm saying? We got Our egos got to stop and, being so and, fragile, and, bro. That would make me Hold on, hold on. And Diddy... He called the guy from Snowfall beautiful at one point too. We got to fight. We got to set that up. Jay-Z the only one that can make that fight. Who said that? <laughs> oh, 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 your boy Diddy. Your boy Love. Oh, Diddy said the dude from Snowfall was beautiful? Yeah, you ain't see that? No, we, we missed that one. Nah, I didn't hear that one. Oh, man, do your Googles, man. Google it. Do your Googles. I don't see anything wrong with that. Salute to Diddy, though. Diddy, and by the way, Diddy will make you feel good with them compliments. But Diddy gave you a compliment. What did he say to you? I did. I saw it. Uh, I mean, I, we see Diddy a lot, but one time, it was, it was, it was last summer at Bishop T.D. Jake's birthday party, and Diddy walked up to me, and he said, the sexiest man alive. And this was literally right after oh, wow. that Young Miami interview. <laughs> so he walked up to me, and he goes, the sexiest man alive. And I go, Mr. Agbad. You acting bad tonight? And my wife was like, that's all y'all can think to say to each other? I mean, I'm with the wife. <laughs> wow. Your wife should be upset about like Like, that's uh, like, that's you taking it too far now. Yeah. <laughs> it's a joke. Right. And y'all said that at the potter's house, huh? <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's a joke unless uh, I... This is getting interesting, uh, right? <laughs> what, what did that one listener tell you that day? Oh, man. It ain't got nothing to do with that. Okay. Listen. Keep on. Hello? Hello. Uh oh. Hello. 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 What's your name, mama? My name is Shauna. Hey, Shauna. Where you calling from? I'm calling from Georgia. All right, Georgia. 
Now, Shona, would you be, uh, how, how do you feel if another man says another man is sexy? Okay, so my take on that, I just feel like we don't uplift each other enough. Like, it's okay for female to be like, yes, girl, yes, you're doing that, but it's not okay for the man to give the same energy to other men. No, you. that's Atlanta talk, sis. <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. Pack your bags. <laughs> See, but it's a difference when, I don't know, like if my man had friends and he called them sexy, I don't think that I would feel a type of way about it. Because it's that Atlanta stuff. It's the culture. <laughs> it's that Atlanta stuff. Men be calling other men sexy in all kind of different I, ways. I, when they be I, like, yo, you got swag. Okay. He got swag. <clears throat> swag is just an acronym for sex with another guy. So it's literally like if you saying that to a man, you saying he's sexy. All right. Well, what's the moral of this story if there is a moral? Same I don't like it. <laughs> I don't have a problem with it. What do you think? I think it's it's the over complimenting. You know what I mean? It's cool to be like, oh well, most women find you know him attractive, but once you started giving your opinion on how he looks to me, yeah, I, we gotta you know look at the glass a little bit more closely. Well, you know what I'm saying? I'm different. I take compliments from anywhere I can get them. Okay, I, you, they compliment me. I don't care what you identify as. If you, you think I'm beautiful, oh, he's tell sexy. Me. me, you watching? <laughs> <laughs> Period. Tell me, okay? All right. Well, when we come back, we got past the aux. I right? past the aux is a segment we do with Nala Simone when she comes up here and she tells us what she what she's listening to on her playlist. And we're gonna go through that today. I right? so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there... Time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, 
Participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating While Broke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, Let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at PurdueGlobal.edu. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Uh, Tamar is here. She's walking around. But we have Nyla here, and it's time for Pass the Aux. If Pass you don't know what Pass the Aux is, uh, Nyla is uh, uh, our young DJ up here. And uh, we give her the Aux chord, and she tells us what's popping, what we should be listening to, and she breaks it down. And this off her, this off your own personal playlist, right, Nyla? Yes, Correct. it is. Okay, so but you're not following trends or algorithms. This is what you into. This is what I'm into. True DJ curation. Yes. That's right. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. And if you guys would like to check it out, I got a playlist, link in bio on Instagram. We'll get into that. But I'm going to start off this week with a De La Soul record. De La Soul? What you know about De La Soul? I'm actually just not learning about De La Soul. Really? Don't, don't shun me. But their music hasn't been on DSPs. I nope. obviously knew like the obvious, like me, myself, and I. Correct. But I never knew their catalog to this extent. And it's crazy because I'm a big like Tribe Called Quest fan. I like yep. backpack rappers. So like they're kind of like that same family. Yeah. Wow. So finding them, what are you? What? No, the reason this is dope is because literally uh, earlier this morning, Angela Rye was listening to. Uh, I forgot what De La Soul record it was, but that's because, like Nala just said, it's just gotten back on DSP. So it yeah. is a whole new generation of people that's discovering De La Soul. And I think it's a generation of people that always knew they loved De La right. Soul, but it's rem- reminding them why they love them. So this is this is dope. I like DSP this. is a streaming service for everybody out there. You can find it on your streaming service. For years, they weren't on streaming services, mm-hmm. and they just had a big party, uh, I think about a week ago, uh, announcing that. Yeah. So what song from De La are you blessing your young generation with? It's a new know. one. It's a new song, she said. Oh, it's a new record. Well, it's not new, but it's new to me. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, it's it? called I Know featuring Otis Redding. And to me, it just feels like, well, I've been obsessed with like 90s culture. So I'm like, if I was in love in the 90s, I feel like I would like my man to play with this joint. Okay. Wow. Stay with me. All right. I know this. All right, so rest in peace to plug two, Dave. 
That's right. Absolutely. Yes. I like that, Nala. I like that. Yes. All right, cool. I didn't know if you guys would be like, what? We know this already. Okay, cool. So the next one is Masego, who's from Virginia. Now, Masego's mad talented. He grew up in the church. He plays a lot of instruments. What part of VA? Mm, don't get me lying. I don't know. Okay. Not right. Hampton. Not Hampton. It could be 757. No, it could be the 757. All right. But, um, or 804. He just dropped the album last week, and my favorite record on there is called You Never Visit Me. He sound like Pharrell a little bit. I hear Pharrell like in the back of his throat. And yes, he is from the 757 <laughs> no. area. His family was in the military. He's originally from uh, Kingston, Jamaica. His I just looked it up. Is in the, yeah. yeah, so that, that whole area is where military families usually go because it's a huge military base in that area. So Virginia, yeah. Newport News, Norfolk, and all that. Okay. Salute to him. You don't hear Pharrell in the back of his throat? No. Uh, I did. What? I heard a little Pharrell back then. <laughs> You're so what? silly. The way he was hitting that, uh, and uh, uh, and uh, uh. And an eight. Maybe, yeah. Her for real. Her little for real. All right, sure. All right, cool. Shout out to the Army Brats. I'm an Army Brat, too. Uh, so my last one is a new artist that's out of Mississippi. His name is Superstar Pride. And the record is called Painting Pictures. It's going crazy right now. Okay. What's his name? Superstar Pride. Okay. He's yeah. hard. All right. He's really dope. I like him. Somebody, I feel like somebody just told me about him, but I think it was somebody else. But now nah, he's dope. Well, thank you for putting this on to him. Yes, of course. So it got a little bit of everything. We got some jazz, we got some throwbacks, and we got, you know, some new traps. So make sure you guys tap into the playlist, Pass the Ox. You can follow me on Instagram at Nyla Simone and just click the link in bio and it'll take you straight there. I like you putting your generation on the De La Soul, man, because your generation loves to deride the 90s as they should because, you know, the 1900s and 90s was the best era. I think so. You know what I mean? So it's, it's good that you're putting them on uh, more stuff from the 1900s and 90s. Stop saying the 1900s. It is the 1900s. You just make it sound so old. It We are. All right. And I'm happy to be here. Speak That's for right. yourself. All okay. praise due to God. You was born in the 1900s? No. Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. I thought you were born early 2000s. I thought so stop, too. stop, because now y'all aging me. It's fine. We're cool. Well, well, it had to be like 99. That'd be like 99, 98. It's actually not. 98? Nope. 96? Nope. 95? Can y'all just leave me alone? That's not true. You're lying. I know how old you are. And I'm definitely not 96, 97, You do the math, God damn it. Can you mind your Leave her alone. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Tyler. How can they find you if they want to highlight you and, and listen to your playlist? Follow me at N-Y-L-A-S-Y-M-O-N-E-E-E. -E -E. Tap in. Mm -hmm. If you guys have suggestions, please send me. I love discovery. All right. When we come back, we got the People's Choice Mix. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Our audible pick of the day is The Light Podcast with Michelle Obama. In this uplifting new series, Michelle Obama discusses meeting life's challenges with Oprah, Tyler Perry, David Letterman, and others. Listen free at the home of storytelling. Audible.com slash delight. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We have our girl Nyla with us, sitting in here with us today. Because we got a special guest we're about to talk to. He goes by the name of Finesse two times. <laughs> Welcome, brother. What's going on? Man, Memphis got another one. <laughs> God damn, Memphis got another with one, no bro. Hook. Man got a record with no hook. Top five, top three record. Damn, bro. You know what? Nothing to sing on. The only part you got, well, it's cool when they do it. Man. <laughs> the when I do it. F, that's the only hook. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about the name Finesse two times. I can't really just put it on the earth, but like just know it come from like some legal situation that I had to gotcha, finesse gotcha, out of. Gotcha. Yeah, so you know, an old school gave me that nine. Right, well, Cause right. I did it twice. They did and the next day you I did, did it. Again. You said enough, sir. So, <laughs> <laughs> they handing out Ricos like yeah. Memphis putting out rap. <laughs> 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 straight 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 and for people that don't know, how, how you get into the rap game? Where are you from? Break it down for a little bit, cause this is the first time a lot of people are gonna know, start to know your story. You know, I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. You know, what I'm saying I grew up on all sides of Memphis, Tennessee, north. Memphis, the East Memphis, South Memphis. I spent a whole lot of time like 
in the streets. Mm -hmm. You know, the average poverty, young kid coming mm -hmm. up in and out of jail. You know what I'm saying? Music always been a passion, though. You know what I'm saying? Ever since I was a kid. But I just never knew it could make money. Mm -hmm. and I'm 30. Mm -hmm. so when I was coming up, won a lot of money being made in music. Between 14 and 30, how much uh, time did you do? 15 years. I got locked up at 14. Okay. I got tried as an adult. Damn. And ever, ever since 14, from 14 to 18, I went in probably like two or three times. Mm -hmm. Then when I turned 18, I finally got sentenced. Mm -hmm. And went and did my time for what I did when I was 14. They can charge you as an adult at 14? If you had the type of charges I had. Which ain't fair, I don't think. It's no, it's mean. not. And I yeah. want, to, want to later in my career be a spokesman for that. Because mm -hmm. I don't even know who I am. I'm 14 years old. Like you know, That's wild. Yes. It doesn't allow you to make mistakes. That's yes. Right. It's not fair. I was a felon at 14. So it was it was a wrap for me then. Like, yeah. How'd you come out better and not bitter? Like I, I want to know like just what, what triggered you in there to say, nah, when I get out, I'm going to focus on... I, I believe in um, you got to be a good follower to be a good leader. Mm -hmm. So I watched everybody who was doing it, from Fifty Cent to Jay Z to mm -hmm. Lil Baby to Bag to everybody. I just, I just, I just glued in and locked in on their career. Like, look how they moving. Like, I, I went into deep detail with it. Mm -hmm. Like, they ain't got no whole lot of with them. They ain't, they moving like this. They moving like that. They ain't responding to no. You know what I'm saying? It's like they just getting their money, taking care of their business. They out the way. They ain't in everybody's club. They ain't in everybody. They taking care of their business and they going on. So I'm like, I'm already going home on federal probation. I'm black. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The odds against me, I got this talent. I know what I'm finna go do. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, what can you do to not come back here? Mm -hmm. Like, you see what I'm saying? What can you do mm -hmm. not to end back up in this situation? So that's why I'm, that's how I ended up. I was going to ask, you know, you signed with, with Moneybag, yo. Right. Was that ever a, a feeling of, I don't want to say jealousy, but made you think about it because y'all were in a group with each other. So y'all started out with each other. Did you ever think about that or did you think nah, about that? That's my bro. because it was like, I'm a unity type dude. Like, I'm a family oriented type dude. So, you know, like, when we came from nothing together and I come home and he up, I'm like, oh, let's go. Like, That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, you like, on, you better put me on. Yeah, yeah, like, you up. Like, let's go. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm a rip it rather on paper or off paper. Like, let's go. Like Y'all had some issues at one point didn't y'all you ain't it was back. real mild though yeah. i mean when we was when i was young i thought it was mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but as i got old especially now you know what i'm saying and during my five years i was transitioning to being a man i realized how ignorant it was mm -hmm. childish of me mm -hmm. on my right. end so i made it right mentally in my heart spiritually mm -hmm. and then i was able to come home and make it right physically with him what was the turning point for your maturity because it really it really did sadden me to see you guys like not be on the same page so i'm happy to see you guys working together again but what was it for you just being incarcerated and knowing that i had to change a lot of ways mm -hmm. i looked at it like if i'm gonna change one thing i gotta change everything like mm -hmm. if i'm gonna do one thing right i gotta do everything you can't do right and wrong you see what I'm saying? So I ain't got no enemies. Can't nobody, if somebody don't like me, they don't like me. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't have enemies because it's negative. You know what I'm saying? I try to be positive I can. Like, if negativity come toward me, it was from the universe. I'm not going to put it out there. That's a good story because we see in Memphis, they don't they don't settle beef in Memphis. It feel right. like if there's a beef between two people in Memphis, it always ends kind of bad. So right. the fact that you and Moneybag was able to get back on good terms, I think y'all should talk about that more, man. Yeah, I mean, we don't talk about it a lot, but in person we do yeah. we always chop it up over the phone so mm -hmm. we always talking about it and you know still reconciling our situation and still getting to re-know each other re-meet each other so you know what I'm saying for the most part it's good like we got a lot of big things coming and everything mm -hmm. but yeah the group was like we was rocking like it just fell apart I went to jail 
Youngster went one way, bad went one way, everybody just, you know, but everybody ended up meeting back later. That's right. Meeting so back up at. You guys are going to do a joint project? Oh, me and bad? Mm hmm. Yeah. The whole group. bring the whole group back together. That'd be dope. Because y'all totally in different places. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for it. I'm with whatever, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, especially when it comes to the city, you know what I'm saying? I'm mm -hmm. with growth, I'm with prosperity, mm -hmm. like, I'm with the positivity side, mm -hmm. like, all the hate and the. I don't like you because he don't like you and right. I is feminine female. I ain't mm -hmm. dealing with all that, oh, man. I, I don't want to talk about negativity too much, but there was a, a stampede at a, at a concert mm -hmm. you was at. Like, I, what, what was your thought process behind that? I wasn't even there. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But they paid me to be the villain. Oh, for this two times show, this, that, the third, because this is my history. This is what then been happening. And then it's, it's so crazy because it's things that I can't even prevent. But before I got out of jail, I used to tell my silly all the time my partner just got out. I said, man, it's certain things that's going to happen when I get out there that I ain't going to be able to stop. That's right. I was like, it's going to hurt, you know what I'm saying? But I'm going to be all right. You Especially when you're a gangster rapper. If you're a gangster rapper and they say they, somebody heard gunshots, which hasn't been proven. No, it wasn't even gunshot. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It was probably, I think something fell and it sounded like a gun and people mm -hmm. started running. Mm -hmm. That's what I heard. But I was two hours away on my way here. So people, oh, finish two time concert. But I overcome it. All right, condolences to the family too. Absolutely. Most definitely. Most definitely. I do want to know what happened between you and Erica Banks. The age thing. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the thing I didn't, I didn't understand. Like, she older than you? Nah, she younger than me. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm a man. Mm -hmm. So, when I wake up in the morning and me and my woman get up, when I get up, my woman get up because it's time to cook. It's time to have some sex. It's time to clean up. And when you get up and you get in your phone, I don't like that. Mm -hmm. Don't get straight in your phone when you're around a man. Mm -hmm. You're not getting up and getting straight into your phone too, no, though, right? No, I'm getting up, taking care of my business. And that's what I mean. Take care of the business. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, take care of the, don't jump straight in your phone. You taking care of business, so you want her to be about her business. Too. Most definitely. Yeah. And everybody around me, mm -hmm. not just my woman. If I'm taking care of my business, you need to take her urine. Mm -hmm. I thought I, I think I read somewhere that you said she was too manly. What did that mean? I didn't I didn't mean manly. What I meant was like the age thing, like bro, and uh, you know what I'm saying? Like I went with it. Like I'm a man, so don't say. <laughs> but yeah. you don't, don't really do mean that like, you're bro. And it wasn't no big issue. It was just like, don't do that. And also as a as a partner, I want my partner that. to call me something a little more intimate. Baby, yeah. bro. Yeah, you know bro, it just sounds crazy. Yeah, I get it. You make me feel like you just a partner. Yeah, imagine y'all making love and she like, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you get up from having sex and she say, why then, bro? We appreciate you for joining us, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you having me, bro. Finesse two times is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, Miss Tamar Braxton, thank you for joining us. Now, what you got going on, man? You, you've been doing so much recently. <laughs> so much. Um, I'm on Destination now every day. Mm -hmm. Really excited. How do you like so it? Fun. It's amazing. Um, Brad and Headcrack is so much fun. Mm -hmm. um, Salute to Headcrack. Salute yeah. to Brad. Um, and I have a new show on Peacock coming out on March 16th, mm -hmm. and it's produced by Will Packer. Okay. And it's called The Queen's Court, and it's with Evelyn Lozada, Ooh. and also with Nivea. Okay. And the three of us are mm -hmm. three queens looking for love. Really? Yeah. So you're going to be dating on the show? We are dating, like really dating in real life. So what does Tamar look for in a gentleman, in a man? Somebody uh, to propose within six months to what? a year. <laughs> <laughs> I like nice gentlemen. Can they have kids? Yes. Mm -hmm. I welcome kids. It doesn't matter how many you have. Tall, to me. short? Um, I really don't care about aesthetics that much. Okay. Yeah. Black, white, Asian? 
I'm open. Really? I like, I like that. That's interesting. What? You don't care about aesthetics that much. No. That's how I know you were OG. Yeah, we're not reproducing, so. <laughs> so, so, they, so they can look but they can look but ugly, but as long as they treat you nice, that's all that matters. Well, there's a certain thing called uh, makeovers. I've seen a few. Mm-hmm. And, really? Yeah. And uh, I mean, listen, you have the core. You know how to treat a woman. You know, you are spiritual. You know what you want in life. You're already on the course. I mean, that's the trajectory of what we're trying to do, right? So you already have the blueprints. Is there anything that you're staying away from? I know one time, no athletes, musicians. Foolishness and drama. You know, I don't want that. You know, you can't like, you can't be trying to figure it out at our big age. You have to have it figured out. Got you. Yeah. Okay. So that's it. All right. Can't wait till that show comes on. When does it come on again? It's good. Um, March 16th on Peacock. I'm really, really excited. It's really, really good. It's probably my top three fave of what I've done on television. Okay. Dope. Yeah. All right. Well, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? I do, man. I just want to remind people all throughout the weekend, make sure you go to Eventbrite and get your tickets for the first ever Black Effect Podcast Festival happening April 22nd in Atlanta at Pullman Yards. It's hosted by myself and Jess Hilarious. We got some of your favorite podcasts like Horrible Decisions, The 85 South Show, uh, Checking In with Michelle Williams, just to name a few Big Facts podcasts. So make sure you go get your tickets at Eventbrite. April 22nd, Pullman Yards. It's going to be music. It's going to be food. It's going to be... All types of stuff. We're going to have us a great time, man. April 22nd in Atlanta, Pullman Yards. Go to Eventbrite to get your tickets for the first ever Black Effect Podcast Festival. And the positive note is simply this, man. A lot of y'all don't like accountability, right? So learn to say that's on you. Your behavior is on you. The way you move is on you. The choices you make are all on you. The way you live is all on you. Stop absorbing the pain of other people. Recognize what belongs to you and what doesn't. Have a great weekend. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. 
It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.